Hello. Hi. There we go. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I think it starts right away, so let's start into the podcast. <laughs> cool. How have you been? I'm good. I mean, your TikTok's grown, grown so fast. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty insane. Like, how many videos is it now? I think 20 because he posts once a day, and today would have been the 20th time or 19th. It's probably more like 21. There's a few where I posted twice in one day, but yeah, pretty pretty close to 20. That's amazing. I mean, I always try to get TikTok famous. I think there's three times I did. The most mm-hmm. views I got was 10,900 views. Wow. And that was my first ever. And ever since then, I just can't get more than like 20 views. I mean, still, that's still a pretty, that's a decent accomplishment. Yeah. I mean, I've had friends hit 100,000. I've heard yeah. TikTok's definitely the most easiest platform to grow, but it's hard to do a consistent growth like you are doing. Right. Yeah. I mean, gl- I'm glad TikTok is staying, hopefully, for a while. TikTok yeah. is definitely a really amazing platform, I gotta say. Like you, it was supposed to be a dancing platform, and it's turned to like a learning platform, a sports platform, pretty much anything you want it to be. Yeah, and it all stemmed from Musically, which was yeah, basically the same thing, <laughs> just rebranded. Yeah, I actually never had Musically. Me neither. Yeah, I never. I, I was never into social media until really TikTok came around and YouTube sort of. Well, Musical.ly was weird because it would like slow down your videos, I believe, and then it would just speed them up. I don't know if it was yeah. an option or if it was always like that, but yeah. I, I never weird. watched Musical.ly, so I wouldn't really know. I mean, I just remember yeah. people reposting them. <laughs> so, yeah, let's get into it. So, um, you are Kevin, right? Yes. Well, it says <laughs> Kevin Jackson. You have an ins- one of my favorite TikTok pages right now. I, I can't lie. I mean, you do such a great job, and uh, this is coming pretty much now from a fan. Like <laughs> you do an amazing job with your TikTok. I mean, no part twos. You do no courses like those scam people do in those comment sections of like say gay v. You just do a great job, and I, I really love your TikTok for that. I mean, that you do no scamming, no courses, just straight to the point. No, like oh go to part two to figure out what i do to make my money it's just right. amazing i mean like and that you grow so well from it is also crazy because normally people with the part twos grow so fast because it makes tiktok think oh people are interested in this guy mm-hmm. so let's go boost them but i mean you're doing a great job you seem like you've been in front of the camera so for so long in your life because you seem so like confident in front of the camera <laughs> i mean I, I i hate showing my face on camera i prefer to do podcasts than anything right i mean i definitely uh, this is brand new to me podcasts i just saw that this is a good way to maybe grow with the football cards and investing and stuff like that because i am under 18 unfortunately so i cannot open a brokerage account by myself i right. can't invest in stocks i have my dad doing that for me and i've done pretty successful in it Right. And yeah, I mean, it sort of sucks because like my dad's not always here because he's very busy and he pretty much works and lives in Switzerland. Oh, wow. So yeah, he's an investment manager. For, oh, okay. um, yeah. I mean, that's sort of probably why I got so much into this finance stuff mm-hmm. because like I grew up around it, but 
Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping to do something like this. So, what do you want to do? Like, is this, do you think, going to be something you hope to do as a job? Or do you want to be, like, something in finance or something in investing? Or... Well, how far do you want to go back? <laughs> oh, as far as you want to go. Um, so, initially, um, what are you from the United States? Oh, I'm 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 European by living oh, okay. in America now. <laughs> okay, gotcha. So um, I don't know. I've never asked people uh, outside of the my state. Um, I'm from Maryland, and we have a thing called magnet schools. Oh, I, I'm I'm quite close to Maryland. I'm Massachusetts. Okay, so magnet schools are essentially like they're kind of like a prep to college, where you have to apply to get into them, and then you basically set like you know a set major that you want to you know do throughout high school um so there's like you know engineering you know business whatever and when i went to high school my major was engineering and for the longest time i was like that's what i want to do that's you know where i'm going to be um i wanted to go into mechanical engineering which is like cad design um and then as i kind of got into my senior year I started falling out of love with like calculus and the other like higher maths that are required from that. So I, from that point I went, uh, I applied to schools for product design, which is like everything that mechanical engineering is, but without so much of like calculus and stuff like that. I love statistics and finance, but I'm not a huge, you know, quadratic equation fan. So (laughs) me neither. I I mean, I'm, getting better at math but math was never really my strong point in school right and um i got into those colleges i applied to georgia tech and drexel university um which is in pa yeah i know someone who goes to drexel right now okay and seems like a nice college yeah it was it's very nice I, i visited there a few times um but i don't have you know i'm not super i wasn't super fortunate to have like the type of money to go to because Drexel is a private university, yeah. Um, I wasn't super fortunate to have that type of income, <laughs> so yeah. I um, I took a step back and I said, "What is really you know what's the thing that I really want to do?" And it's always been business. Like if I even majored in engineering, I would want to do business. I wouldn't want to yeah. work at some engineering firm, <clears throat> no matter how much money they make. <laughs> still, yeah. I mean, they make a lot of money. Yeah. And I used to work at a bank and people would bring in $100,000 checks and they'd be like, yeah, oh, wow. I'm an engineering consultant. I'm like, oh, cool. I mean, that that must have been like almost an eye opener. It's like maybe like I can do something or like figure out what people are doing to being able to cash in $100,000 checks so often. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that guy was kind of a jerk, but and he never mind. I probably shouldn't go into that. He basically <laughs> he owned like a private island. Like, <laughs> oh wow, yeah, he was it was insane. And, That's wow. But he was a jerk, so I didn't want to talk to him. But <laughs> yeah, they um, so that whole thing happened. Um, so I took a step back and I said, what what do I want to get into? And business admin majors are very saturated. Um, yeah, I feel like a lot of people have a business admin major. I wanted to be more focused, so then I went to school for accounting, and that is kind of where finance all you know, sort of stem from. Um, so that's what I've been doing for the past two years. And it's, it's gone pretty great. So yeah, I mean, I, I love your account. I mean, how much you like, 
you seem to be like so masterful and everything like <laughs> all this stuff you know i'm like wow i, I never thought of it that way because i mean i watch a lot of like youtube videos and stuff like that about how i can do like laundromat stuff like i think his name's events yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i love that guy i mean he's super good yeah at like i mean i'm like wow that seems to make so much money. And then I'm like, $300,000 to just get some washing machines and dryers in a little building. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? It's crazy. I mean. Yeah. And there, there's a lot of really cool, like, um, I follow some guy on TikTok that does like ATM machines, which is, it's again, it's those things that you don't think about. That's kind of yeah. fun to think about. <laughs> like vending machines. Yeah. Like those. vending machines. Right, exactly. Um, and those vending machines. I mean, you like think back to when you're younger and you're like, oh, mom, dad, can I please get something from the vending machine? Please, please, please. It's like they, it was so well marketed because it's so lit up. And then, like, you can see all the candy there. And mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I want that. I want that. Well, even and you don't really think like that someone else owns those. You see like a Coke machine. You think, oh, that's owned by Coca-Cola. Like, yeah. You think they're the people who put it there when in reality, it's not always the case. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the, that's the beauty of like marketing almost. Right. Yeah. You get to piggyback off Coca-Cola's marketing like yeah no cost (laughs) and because like coca-cola is probably one of the most well-known brands it's in every country except two yeah absolutely i mean i'm actually drinking a coke right now the cherry (laughs) coke they're the best but i mean yeah so so what's your like do you have any type of like passive income that you oh i guess own uh it would be stocks Oh, stocks. The yeah. Majority of my income comes from stocks. I have some stocks as well. What's your favorite stock right now? Uh, currently, it's whatever's doing the best for me. So, um, <laughs> uh, my brokerage is with Fidelity, and I believe. Sorry if you heard some little clicking. Oh no, that's fine. They're, um, I always mess, mix up the letters, so I have to make sure I'm doing. I'm saying it right. FBGRX. So that is a um, a blue chip growth fund. So it's an index fund. Um, yeah. But it's done extremely well. I think it's almost doubled in price the past six months. Oh, um, wow. So yeah, that, that, that has been extremely... Again, I'm not a big individual stock guy. The only mm-hmm. time I am an individual stock guy is if it's free money. So uh, my video about the Fidelity Reward Signature Visa, that card yeah. gives you free money for stocks and that I just risk oh, wow. whatever. Um I usually put it in like AMD or some other company that I'm, I know about. Um, but yeah, those are pretty much my, the stocks that I go for right now. <laughs> yeah. I, my favorite stock is waste management. Yeah. And that, that's a pretty popular one too. I don't know enough. About yeah. I, I got it. Like, I think two years ago I did like an hour of research and I think I got it. in It was either in the December or October of like, cause I remember it was like, a snowy day and I was with my dad at Duncan mm-hmm. and I was like talking with him and it's like hey I saw this stock from waste management I thought it was a cool stock and that nobody's not going to need garbage collecting any right. ever so can you get it for me and my dad got me I think two of them and it went up to about peak of 124 and then just like decided to jump to 90 and it's climbing back up again yeah. and <laughs> it's because of COVID I mean I feel like COVID was a blessing in disguise, to be honest. And I think it got a lot of people into it, too, because when you see the market drop so low, that's yeah. when people want to invest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I you got to get props to the whole system, how quickly it bounced back. Right. 
Like everything, I feel like it was so scary because it was scary. It was like almost frightening because I had like, let's see, I had Delta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't my best decision. Um, <laughs> I have um, Mastercard. Okay, and, which isn't the worst, but like I had a lot of stocks that you you would have to go to and do stuff with, right. like Disney. And then I also just sold a good amount of um, energy companies because I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to want to be in energy anymore. Right. Because they pretty much skyrocketed down. Yeah. I'm also in the, um, what is it called? Charles Schwab Index Fund. Okay. S&P 501. Nice. I mean, that that's, I don't really pay attention too much, but it seems to do good. Yeah. And that's always the safest way. I mean, um, like I said commented to someone they were talking about index funds and i said you know when COVID hit i went into the negative for like the first time um yeah in like the past like year and a half and in like three months it was back up <laughs> higher than ever yeah it's like wow how does it go up that fast and i mean that's I mean, if it was an individual company like if it was an air airline or something like that i'd probably be yeah. crying my eyes out but oh i was i only have like two delta stocks but i definitely felt a big hit right. I mean, hopefully they don't do the American Airlines $250,000 for free business tickets for life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be really bad. I mean, there's still some famous people who have those tickets and they still are allowed to use, I think. Yeah. I'm sure. I think it's um, Mike Wahlberg has one. Oh, okay. I never even heard about yeah. that. What was that? Was that recent or was oh, that? Oh, it was um, back in 1990s. American Airlines was going bankrupt. Oh. So they sold. $250,000 tickets for first class slash business class. And then you will have free tickets whenever you want for life. That's crazy. And two guys took advantage of it and took more than t- like 4,000 flights all first well, class. Yeah. <laughs> and they would say like, oh, I'm going to go to Paris for lunch and dinner today and come back to my apartment in New York. And <laughs> that's it. And they would literally travel all around the world every day. Because wow. they were retired, both of them. And they would just go everywhere. And it's like... I have to let them go. And then they pretty much, in, I think 2009, said, oh, they were doing, like, they were selling their tickets and stuff like that, which there was proof they didn't. But then they pretty much canceled the tickets. Mm. There's still some people, I think some um, sports players from back in the day also have them. Wow. I feel like sometimes when businesses become a little, like, ah, uh, we need to do something, they do some bad decisions like that. Yeah, they're desperate. <laughs> yeah, they did, they put no restrictions to it right yeah which is crazy it's like why would you do that because if you think about it, it's like they were like oh nobody's gonna fly like five times a day and then there's someone's like i'm gonna fly five times a day right yeah and i mean even if you think about like how much ticket costs they yeah have i mean tickets are crazy right. i mean like it used to be much cheaper and now it's like 400 dollars to get a ticket to europe like economy i think mm-hmm. it is and it's like that pretty much makes it so it's only like middle class to upper middle class that can fly. And then like the top 1% have their own jets. Right. I mean, some people even say that having your own jet is more um, cost efficient because you can choose when you go, where you go, and you don't have to pay like the baggage claim, crazy fees. Yeah. Then you have your own plane, and then that's a little overboard. <laughs> So what's your opinion on um, having uh, real estate or being like a um, 
almost owning real estate to rent like out. Landlord? Yeah. Um, um, it's it's something that I've thought about um, for sure. Um, I I would really love to get a more expert opinion on, you know, how that's the whole logistics of everything. Um, it's it's something that I've definitely researched, but I've never gone deep enough to where I'm like about to commit. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely something I've done a lot of research about it because I've, I've definitely want to see maybe that as a possible career choice where I get a job for a little bit and then have that as, as a side hustle. And once I get enough money where the money either exceed or like matches or exceeds the amount of money I'm getting from a job. And then I can be like, Hey, I quit. And then I just have that pretty much take over my, my like payments. Yeah. I mean, I, I did some research because I, I want to go to Texas A&M or Texas okay. Tech down south. And some of the houses that, uh, the houses there are mm-hmm. cheap. I mean, $10,000 to get a two-bedroom, two ba- uh, three-bathroom, uh, three-bedroom, two-bathroom house. It's right. crazy. I mean, if you look down there, you can get some houses for real cheap and then rent it out for like, excuse me, like $600 a month. Yeah, I mean, and then like after a while, you can get profits already. Yeah, that's kind of the the beauty of. I mean, Texas is always they're trying to become like the next Silicon Valley. They're really yeah, that's a scary standing. thing. Like, I'm like, please hold off like for another ten years, and then you can do that, so I can get a little bit of a start on it. Because <laughs> I feel like California got with way too many taxes, and people are getting pushed out by yeah. it. It's just a scary thing to see, like, I don't want to call it, like, I grew up in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. know where that is? Yeah, so we have about f- more than 50% income wow. tax. Not pretty. I mean, if, like, say, it's to get, like, the craziness for the people watching, like, say if you make $100,000, the government will take more than half the money you make. It's crazy. I mean, that's a scary thing. It's like, almost weird to think it's like you work but then it's like what am i working for right yeah because you lose so much money and it's like i don't know what to do yeah i know a big a big decision that a lot of people are making is puerto rico because puerto rico has no federal income tax yeah which is nice. a good amount of states don't have them and it's sort of like oh maybe i'm yeah, I think Nevada is one in of the future that has no yeah nevada yeah a lot of people like to invest in mm. las vegas and then Vermont, which is right next to, I think, 20 minutes from where I live or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they have no income tax. What's in New Hampshire? One of the two. They're pretty much the same state, I feel like. <laughs> I mean, they, they're very similar. Yeah, and they pretty much have no income. They have no income tax. And it's like, why don't we move up there? And then pretty much have to, uh, we can avoid so many taxes. Right, yeah. Yeah, I have a question yeah. for you. How did you grow your TikTok so fast? Um, I so I paid about a hundred thousand dollars. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, no, honestly. So again, I guess going back a little bit. Um, where to start? Let's. So back in 2014, I had a YouTube channel. And I made like gaming videos. Um, I was only 14 years old at the time. So, you know, I, I was doing what every 14 year old is doing and wanted to be a YouTuber. Um, at that point, that was the first 
like since I had of going like viral, I guess you could say. Um, I had a yeah. few videos that did very well um, using Omegle. Have you ever heard of Omegle? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of outdated now. But um, there were essentially just a few videos of meeting other famous YouTubers on Omegle and talking with them. I dressed up in like goofy outfits and <laughs> that made them want to put me in their video. So at the end of it, when it was all said and done, I had probably about 5,000 subscribers. Um, oh, that's cool. Which is really nice. And uh, it, it got to a point where I could start making money from it. And this whole kind of thing sparked. Um, probably in 2016, I, um, I stopped doing YouTube. This was right around the time when people were getting like doxxed and oh yeah like a very unsafe community Um, so yeah i was like you know what i don't want to do that it's not enough money to where i'm like let's do it Uh, you know i I was just starting high school i was like you know i'm just gonna you know forget about it um then about geez how long has it been now i think it was april in april i so i had a few jobs since then um i was a manager at a retail store um, that I did for about two years. I was a salesman, then I was a manager. Um, and then I started working at a bank and I hated it. Um, I hated every second of it. It, it was miserable as much as I wanted to be in finance. I thought this was going to be, you know, the chance to just get right into finance. And it was not. Um, people are just inherently nasty at banks. So I, I was yeah. like, you know what? I feel like banks have that whole like mentality. It's like, oh, I have to go to the bank and then everybody's just in a bad yeah, mood and there. I, I was very misinformed of how I believed that was going to go. Because again, I was a manager at a electronics store. So I was like, yeah. people ask me for refunds all the time. And I'm like, or like, um, you know, discounts, whatever. So you know what? At a bank, no one's going to be like, you know, give me a discount on my money. No one's going to say that because that doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah. Then I realized how much logistically goes into being a bank like check holds and things that people other things that people can get money uh, mad about and when it revolves around their money people get more mad <laughs> so oh yeah people get very defensive right about money. and even people like not wanting to show their id like it's a whole thing so sorry one sec my mouth was getting dry so um <laughs> that happened i quit my job i was making enough money from stocks where i was essentially making the same amount anyway i was like you know what i can just you know, live off of this. And, you know, in the meantime, I can either find a new job or I can try to do something myself. So I, in that span, I had done a lot of different things. Um, I tried my hand at drop shipping, um, print on demand. A lot of things that I talk about, honestly, um, comes from yeah. my own experience. I feel like drop shipping has that whole like vibe on YouTube. It's like, you try to look at something finance related and then you have some like commercials like, oh, drop shipping in my life right. or like um, follow me and you uh, subscribe to me and um, pay $100 a month for this course and I'll teach you how to become a millionaire from drop shipping. And it's like, because I've tried it mm-hmm. twice. I tried it with my friend and I tried it by myself. I got people coming, but I didn't get any. Sales. Yeah. And so I, I that was actually the second time I tried it. Um... I tried it before probably about a year prior and it was, it was a website called socks and flops um, where (laughs) every single pair of socks, I would have another pair of matching flip flops. Uh, I thought it was a cute idea and I had paid 
Instagram influencers to advertise. And again, it was just driving. There was a lot of traffic driven to the site. Um, I think it was like 1,800 visits in like a day or something like that. But no oh, wow. one was buying it. Um, and I think it was because I had my profit margin way too high. Um, I think I was yeah. spending $3 on the socks through like AliExpress. And I wanted to people to pay like 15 bucks or something. Um, so that was the whole thing. I didn't think it dropped the yeah. price. Uh, I wish I would have done that because in the future, um, a few months back when I did it, tried it again, one, I did a much better product. I had much better branding. Um, the product was like a, uh, a beauty tool to like suck out pimples. So it's like, one- Oh, I've seen yeah, some so of those, those things yeah. that draw, draws people's attention. The ad was really gross, but like, I think that also directed people right to it. Um, yeah. I was trying to sell that for, I think, 30 bucks or something like that, 35. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the product cost itself was like $13. Oh, that's a high profit right. margin. So, and again, in my head, I was looking at competition on Amazon. I was like, that's about what people are charging anyway. The branding is really good. Um, I'll just go with it. So I kept seeing people go to the site. I got a little scared and I was like, I'll just keep dropping the price. Let's see what people start buying. I dropped it to 20 bucks and I made like 200 sales. And I was like, wait, oh, wow. I didn't make as much money, but you know, people were buying it and people were getting drove to the site. This, however, was back in like February. So COVID hit. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's going to like scare people well, away from Originally, buying. the seller was from the US. So, you know, the shipping times are supposed to be fast. Um, I could advertise US shipping, like one that looks extremely less scammy than if you said like it's shipping from yeah. China. Um, so I advertised, it was like free shipping, whatever. Um, shipping from the US, then COVID hit. All these people had bought this product. Before I started getting a lot of traffic, I had to take away the US shipping part on the site because of covid the seller was no longer shipping from the u.s so i had already driven so much traffic to the site and i mean for instagram ads i think i paid like 80 bucks like it wasn't a lot at all um and there was so much more there were so many more sales after i had paid for the ads and after the ads had been taken down than when the ads were running and i don't know if that's because i don't know what how that happened um I think one of my posts yeah. got onto the Instagram discover page. So that made a lot of people want to buy it. Um, where was I? I lost my train of thought. <laughs> so, so I had, I had to, <laughs> I had to get rid of the shipping from us. So then now we're shipping from China. Um, I wasn't misleading anyone at that point. I was like, look, I, I'm not telling you it's shipping from the us. I'm being upfront with you that it's going to be a long shipping time. Um, yeah. But you know, people still, wanted to buy it and i said okay so i sold it to them and some people took like three months to get their order and i said shoot like i i, I had such a pit in my stomach because i'm not i didn't want to be that person that even though it wasn't a scam even though i knew eventually they would get their product it still felt like a scam <laughs> like even like on the, at the yeah. outside looking in i was like yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't i would think this person just scammed me out of my money um but I was pretty upfront with them. I said, look, we've taken down the site. We're not selling anymore. You know, they're coming from China. Here's when you're expected. I was giving them updates regularly about like USPS tracking and everything like that. Um, yeah. 
eventually everyone got their product and I stopped getting angry emails. Um, but I was like, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> that was a terrible experience. I knew if I ever got into dropshipping again, it yeah. would have to be from the U.S. Um, I feel like it's going to be a long time until yeah. that can maybe and I mean, boot there, up there are again. Sites like Walmart, like you can still ship things from the U.S. not using AliExpress. But I already had that product that I was yeah. sold on, uh, that people were sold on, um, that I bought a domain for. Like I had put so much money into that specific product. So yeah, back to your original question. Um, going through those process- processes, I then started a YouTube channel again. I used my existing YouTube channel, hoping that those 5,000 people that had seen me six years ago <laughs> were now you know, going to be ready to rewatch my videos uh it completely changed up uh again like i said i originally was in school for engineering so it was um 3d printing related um i was doing like 3d printing videos um cad videos things like that then they were doing okay i mean again this was like a month ago my most video has like 600 views so it wasn't you know monumental but it was doing better than i expected um I, I thought I could profit off that user base, but it just doesn't work that way. YouTube had also changed their yeah. algorithm, well, not their algorithm a lot. the, uh, the um, qualifications for um, advertisements. So oh, yeah. uh, initially it was like you had to have a thousand subscribers or something like that. It was enough to where I was ma- I had ads on my videos before. Um, and yeah. now it was like you had to a type yeah, of you watch had to have time. a certain amount of watch time within the year. I was like, shoot, I don't have that. <laughs> Even though I already had videos, ads on my video. Yeah. A lot of my friends are trying to yeah. do YouTube. And, and it's rough. Um, it's rough to get into that kind of 4,000 yeah. watch hours is a long time. Um, it is. Obviously, if you have like one viral video, sure, you're fine. But that's still like a five minute video. That's like 200,000 views. So there's there's a lot yeah. of it's It's a lot. So. Then I was like, so originally that YouTube channel was going to be Payday Pursuit and I was going to talk about finance and talk about, you know, yeah. things that I'm talking about now. Um, but then I was like, you know what? I just, I can't do a 10 minute video. I, I started typing out scripts and I was like, this is too convoluted. Like people are going to get lost. Um, oh yeah. You know, there are already huge competitors on YouTube, like Graham Stephan and me, Kevin. Exactly. I love that exactly. guy. And that's Joy is on YouTube. So there's so many competitors that are talking about similar things that I am. I was like, let's try a different platform. So I uploaded a video to TikTok. It was a one minute video. And I was like, cool, well, let's see how this works. Um, I was in that period where, you know, TikTok doesn't show you videos to anyone. So it's like zero views, zero views. It's like, well, I tried. Uh, I went to sleep. Yeah. I woke up the next day. And I was like 1500 views. I was like, oh, cool. I had like a hundred followers. Um, I think I was like one of your like first maybe ten thousand okay. followers. I think I saw you in your third video. Gotcha. Or something. I, I really love your <laughs> TikTok. I mean it's like watching a Graham Stefan video, but not spending yeah. twenty minutes. And and that was kind it. of the, the idea. I knew again, going back to your question on how I grew it so fast, I knew if I stood out enough that it would get traction. Um, I was extremely fortunate that the whole end part twos thing is like a movement happening at the moment. I didn't yeah. know that when I uploaded my first video, it was happening, but I was like, 
I ended, I ended up adding the hashtag to the video because I was like, oh, this is actually a thing that people are doing. It's like, whoa, I didn't know that. So yeah. that was super fortunate. And maybe that helped a lot as well. Um, but I, I'm very adamant about people told me to do so many different things. I had followed so many pages, hop on trends and do this and that. And at the end of the day, I knew that wasn't going to build a brand. That, that's going to get people to click on my video. It's probably going to get people to follow me, but it's not going to get people to consistently come back. Um, you know, yeah. and it, it, the, if you're doing a video, I guess if you're doing dance videos, that's the only time that applies. If you're doing any other videos, it's very awkward to jump between those types of trends and things like that because they don't match. Yeah. Like, the trends aren't consistent. Yeah, it's weird to go from like, say, talking about ovens to talking about sports. It's like super different and it's completely right. like off. From like what yeah viewers so want to see. I also knew, yeah, I don't, I don't know the statistic, but probably ninety five percent of people on TikTok use their smartphone to record. Um, ninety five percent of people don't have good lighting. Ninety five percent of people don't have good audio. Like, there's a yeah. lot of things that set myself apart. Um, I had bought a very nice camera for my YouTube channel, <laughs> so I was very fortunate. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? It's not working for that. Let's try it here. Um. It adds a lot. I also have an Android phone, so that immediately ruins any type of quality. Yeah, all the all yeah, the so quality. I had also gotten really nice lights for my um, YouTube channel, so I was like, you know what, this we're gonna try it with like a nice studio setup, but it's going to be a minute long video, and it looks very different. Yeah. Now, I also think there's an important fact to not go too high quality to where you're videos start looking like an ad because i mean you know right away if you see a product in the first you know five seconds it's an ad (laughs) like you're immediately swiping through oh yeah one but yeah i also really wanted to grab people's attention um the first video that did so well is no longer on tiktok because they removed it they said it violated i don't know how it violated it's not like that so it's on my youtube channel my instagram but it's not on tiktok yeah, I feel like TikTok deletes videos and channels that just don't they don't agree with because like people like Gemini Official were allowed to be on yeah. TikTok for so long after their whole scandal and like I think it's Tony Lopez is still on. It's like crazy. It's like these people are criminals and you guys are okay with it. And then there's creators who are like you doing like good educational contents and it's like yeah let's take down a video or two from them it's not going to be that bad it's like come on tiktok be consistent it's like you want to promote good content you don't want to promote like i guess grooming of people yeah and i mean i'm I'm pretty big on being advertiser friendly like i'm not i'm not trying to you know offend (laughs) anyone um i feel like that's become so high these days i mean youtube had to say sorry for saying like for a, po- a Twitter post they had a couple weeks ago. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, they were like, nobody, YouTubers, after eight minutes, let's get straight <laughs> into the video. And then they were like, oh, we're so sorry. That was super insensitive. It's like, people find it. And then people are like, it's funny. Like, And people were so confused of why people got offended over that. And it was crazy that people really get offended now by that type of stuff. And it's yeah. also sort of and sad. So. The first video, again, it wasn't, it was um, how to retire a millionaire for $14 a day. And it was just essentially talking about the importance of Roth IRA 
uh, I showed the math. Like it's not like I was, you know, pulling yeah. numbers out of thin air. Um, when they took the video down, I sent an appeal and I was like, look, I have an accounting degree. And th so the reason they said it was taken down, taken down was because uh, it's one of their guidelines about like authority. Like you don't have the authority to talk about this subject. I was like, look, I, I have a degree. Yes. Oh, seriously? That's a thing? I said, look, <laughs> you should have called them and been like, hey, I, 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 well, I got what I, did. I, I, I sent this, them so... an email and I said, look, I have an accounting degree. I sent them a proof that I, I have an accounting degree. Um, I said, look, here's the math. Like, I gave them all the facts. I said, this isn't like, I'm not lying to these people. Um, yeah. And they said, nope, it still violates our community guidelines. I was like, cool. So that's when I immediately knew what? I had to start reaching out to other platforms because the fact that a video that I immediately see as advertiser friendly is for some reason deemed not so by the platform. I'm like, oh, well, yeah. you know, I have 60,000 people on this platform or almost 70,000. There's no way I'm going to. Almost 80,000, <laughs> I'm guessing at this point because of how fast you grow. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, and when we were talking, uh, when I at first um, messaged you um, to do this together, and I'm like, oh, by the way, congrats on 50K. And then now we're talking, and it's, oh, um, congrats to almost 80K. <laughs> we're around 70K. It's like, Yo, wow, we like grow fast. <laughs> it was three days ago. Yeah, that's a thing. And it's like, you go like 20,000 followers. It's yeah, like, wow. And again, I mean, I guess people like what they like. And again, the algorithm plays a large part in that. And people watch my content. People watch it, you know, all the way through. I think my average yeah. duration is like halfway through, which is extreme. Yeah, which is oh, way wow. longer. That's really good. Normal. And it's funny because on like YouTube, my average view duration for some of my videos is longer than the actual video. So that means people are watching it multiple times. Um, yeah. And the other thing, I mean obviously if i could make shorter videos i would like I, I would make a 15 second video i can't i can hardly get into yeah. a minute 30 like there's there's no way um <laughs> i mean there's always rumors that tiktok's gonna make it so you there can are make some three accounts minute videos. as well that currently have access to the three minute videos too i've noticed mm -hmm. yeah there is accounts in india oh I think wow that's i never heard trying. about that oh no india banned tiktok but oh. I think there's a few. Yeah, I was. I, I definitely say, was Chen in a live, and they were like, "I have a three minute video option." I went to their page and I watched a three minute video. <laughs> so there, there's definitely what? um, which is cool. Um, yeah, it's definitely like almost the low scale because I don't want right. it to become a YouTube thing where I'm just sitting down for ten minutes watching and a YouTube I think video. It hurts. Again, on that first video, I had comments that said the video is too long. It's like it's a minute. Yeah, I was like, people I can, said I can that. Make a 10 minute video, if you want me to, on YouTube, is that what you would prefer? They said, no, the video is too long. I was like, what? Um, I, I just don't like how people come to people's TikTok pages or like go into comments or message you, like saying, oh, bad video and stuff like that. Or like, it's crazy. And then, like, I feel like I, my generation, Generation mm -hmm. Z, I think it is, it's like, I don't agree with you either. Like, oh, I don't agree with your political stance or like, oh, I don't find your video good or like, oh, I don't like you as a person. Let's sprinkle <laughs> a little bit of death threats. It's like people use it like a, as much as salt on the like French fries. It's like, let's add a sprinkle a little bit of death threats here, death threats yeah, there. It's I kind crazy. Of, I, I ignore those comments. Sometimes I, sorry if you hear like a motorcycle revving up in the background. 
I live by the oh, highway. No, it's fine. Um, I I try to ignore those. Oh my goodness! Do you hear that? Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, I love Sorry. motorcycles. I want um, one. Oh no, that's fine. You probably have my brother running <laughs> around earlier. I um, I, I tried to ignore those comments, but sometimes, I, I I'm always help. And that's the other thing. Um, going back to how it's blown up so much is I interact. There are not many comments that I've missed. Um, that I, if people have genuine yeah. questions, if people are commenting "penny" a thousand times, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna respond to each one. But I like every <laughs> comment I can see. Um, every time I respond to a comment, I try to like the comment, and I think you know yeah one it gets more comments on your videos because people then respond to the response um which helps the algorithm as yeah well and pushes your content further but that that i think has been a big part so there was one guy and i don't even remember his name because i didn't give him the time of day but he said stop with the intro it's bad for the algorithm or something like that and i looked at his content and it was oh, literally a ripoff of content from a television show he, he said nothing. He added no value to it. He just stood there and watched the content. And it was another channel that said, you know, like for part oh. two, whatever. I was like, look, maybe you're oh, posting good content those. for the I algorithm. <laughs> I don't want to be, I don't want to, you know, post videos like you're doing. Um, so I just sent like yeah. laughing emojis as a response. And I, that was, that was the sassiest I've gotten. <laughs> it's like a comment. Um, yeah. I feel like in, TikTok needs positivity because feel like everybody's going against each other in their own communities and then there's like the finance and community and like that that's just all sort of vibing there right. just positive but then everybody else just seems to be getting negative yeah and i think each other that's a blessing and a curse like as much as i disagree with things like gemini official and those types of things oh, i don't yeah. want to it, it would just feel so out of place um on that page i will happily talk about it freely if someone you know puts it in the comment section i'll, I'll sure i'll talk about it in the comment section but i don't want to make a video about that because it doesn't make any sense on my page yeah um yeah and you weren't even posting until like i think after he got banned i think so it might have been a few days in i can't remember um yeah but yeah i mean there, there are tons of times where i i would love to you know speak up about that but there's also really great yeah. content creators who already are. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, everybody seems to be talking about it. And if they're not, they are getting bombarded with like, hey, can yeah. you please talk about it? Talk about it. Talk about it. It's like, like, it's almost people and, wanting and to see the I think it also, drama. it helps that like, you know, my page can be a little break from that. Like, and I have some people who, yeah. you know, like that follow my page. I had people who were like, who's Bella Porch? And I'm like, she she like has the most liked video on the platform and you have no idea who she is so that alone yeah i think i commented something about like um i i def i had a comment on that video about like it was like almost a joke and then you i think it was like sheesh bella porch because like how we in sync because i saw that video and then it had like hundreds of millions of likes so i'm like yeah. how the heck is that and possible and I, mean, I think that alone crazy. speaks so much to how TikTok's algorithm works. Like, if you're not interacting with content that's similar to that, they're not going to show it to you. Um, yeah. I have a lot of people that are like, what do you think about this finance YouTuber and finance YouTuber? Tick, whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, yeah, you know, I some people have never even heard of them. And I'm like, this guy has 6 million followers. Like, <laughs> how, how have you never heard of them? 
Um, yeah. So it's kind of crazy how diverse it is um, pushing content out to specific groups of people. Yeah. So what do you think is going to be the next step for you and your whole like so pity pursuit? Currently, um, I would really... So the podcast is something that I'm getting started. Um, I, yeah. Are you familiar with what I'm trying to do with that or should I just explain it? No, I, I'm familiar, but if you want to say for the people who are gonna, like the four <laughs> people, maybe three people who are going to be watching this who so, are most likely my friends. Um, what I would love to do is... So again... Um, I mentioned in one of my videos, I can't remember if I took it down or not. I probably didn't. Um, cause, it, but it looked like crap because it was recorded on my phone. Um, payday pursuit was originally going to be a podcast by itself where I would bring on people who have cool, unique side hustles. And I would try the side hustle out myself. Um, just to see like, you know, from an outside perspective, if someone who started completely from scratch, how does that side hustle perform in a realistic scenario? And yeah, I couldn't. I mean, when you have no traction, people are less likely to, you know, be on your podcast. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, this is completely from scratch. I've not ever done a podcast before, and I don't even really right. use social yeah, media I mean, as much. Um, some people are are nicer, and some people are going to respond. Some people will just leave you on red, and you're like, cool. I mean, I understand that you're busy. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was surprised that you even I get that a lot. You DM. I'm like. <laughs> Uh, this is like my first ever podcast and like trying to invite someone and like I get no views and like it's crazy. I mean, how I, I was surprised. I was completely shocked when I looked at my phone like 20 minutes later and I saw a DM. Yeah, from I try you. to be pretty. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> if you can start to speculate that I have no life and then I just look at my phone all the time because like comments, I'll respond like 11 seconds later. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, Yeah. No, I feel like me too. Like I'm always very right. on phone a um, lot. But so it was originally going to be the podcast. I couldn't get anyone on. I had emailed my first um, episode, I guess you could say, was going to be about TikTok and, you know, like making money on TikTok. Yeah. So I'd emailed a few big TikTok creators. They never got back to me. I said, shoot, I'll do it myself. <laughs> um, so that's where that all started. Yeah. So now I, I can finally, I have an audience now and I'm at a place where I can start doing that because I think it's still a yeah. really cool idea. Um, I, the current guest lineups that I've had, so I've already talked to, talked to Jesse Warren who has a podcast himself, um, which is really great. And he yeah. kind of walked me through that whole process. And now that, that'll be my first episode because you know I want to talk about how to make a podcast as I'm making a podcast. Um, yeah. That's sort of cool to say like, oh, so today we're going to talk about making a podcast and this is my right. best podcast talking and about podcasts. So I also have an author who has offered to come on. She's awesome. She is like a oh, USA wow. Today bestselling author. And I was like, oh, seriously, that's sick. Because she self-published her book. So <laughs> now I can talk about like, I can try to make a little ebook or something. I don't know, for 99 cents and try to sell it. Oh, that, uh, oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, I, I will probably <laughs> nice. get you an ebook. I, I I'm not a big reader, but yeah, I prefer to listen to stuff. And than that's the other thing; it's audible too, so I, I can go into that whole entire you know process. Um, yeah, I would love to have you know investment joy on when I'm ready to buy a vending machine and. Have, oh, that, that would be that's so cool! I would love to see it as a few, Graham Stefan. If I ever want to rent out a house, like just consistently. Oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> the, the, I mean, it's a, it's a lot higher entry. Um, yeah which may or may not be more interesting to people. I don't know. Um, but 
yeah, I, I think that's a great way to go. I would also love to, um, I started building my website as opposed to just a normal link tree link, um, which is paydaypursuit.com. Yeah. And when you go on, it looks like a link tree, but, um, there's, there's a lot more things that Linktree can do. For example, you can click on a link and it can open up your email app where Linktree forbids that. It doesn't let you have like a mail to link. <clears throat> um, yeah. And from that, I would love to build like a cool list where every single episode I list the podcast or I list the um, side hustle that I talked about on the podcast, how much money that's made me, yeah. how much money I've put into it. Oh, you can even exactly. do like a yep. live counter. So that, that's pretty much, I'd love yeah. to go with that because then it, it's just a super helpful resource. I could list the podcast episodes. One, that brings a lot of traffic in and it's pretty easy to monetize at yeah. that point, um, which that alone could be a whole episode. Um, very kind of starts folding in on itself. Um, but what's yeah. also really cool about it is it's, it's a super helpful resource to anyone who's trying to, you know, get into any side hustle. They go to the site, they see if I've done it already. Yeah. I would also love to not use my influence as much um, as the page is getting bigger. I don't. Yeah. I hate seeing, I'm trying to think of a good example that the best example I can think of that's slightly unrelated, but are you, do you watch any tech YouTubers at all? Like MKBHD or. Mm, okay. So not there, too, too Escobar much, no. had a phone. Uh, well, not him specifically, but like his relative. Um, yeah, it was basically a rebranded Galaxy Fold phone for like 300 bucks. It was like a quarter of the price. Yeah, I heard about that. I think I think I heard about something about like a phone from something have- yeah. having to do with Pablo Escobar and well, something went under or something. Reviewers were reaching out and saying, or reviewers were buying the phone. They would see that the reviewer is the one who bought the phone and they would send them the phone. Everyone else who bought it, who was just a normal person, didn't get the phone. So the reviewer would be like, oh, yeah, I bought this phone for 300 bucks. Oh. This is legit. And then everyone else would be like, oh, I'll go buy it too. And it's one that you could only pay through Bitcoin. So there was no like traceability to Ooh. your money. Like you lost your money. Oh, did I just cut out? Are we good? Okay. No. Um, yeah, you're fine. So the, there was a problem because they were using their influence. Sorry, my little USB adapter. One second. It's going to be really fast. So there was a problem because people were using their influence. Um, the companies were seeing that they were using their influence and then they were, it was just kind of skewing the results a little bit. So I don't want to, cause I could very easily, you know, say, oh, I published an article, tell everyone to go read the article and then say, oh, I got a thousand reads on this article. Yeah. Of course I could say that, but that's not helpful to you guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only problem with that is I kind of already broke that rule with the podcast because I am advertising that. Yeah. But going forward, I would like to not, I would at least like to try it out for a week without any yeah. influence. If like, if I made an ebook and people actually wanted to buy the ebook, I'm not going to like hide it from them. Yeah. Um, I feel like podcasts are said to be the hardest thing to grow in. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, it's when I started getting views, cause I think I only told three friends and I saw four, like an average of four views. I'm like, <gasps> yeah, no. the other person, right? I, I, yeah. And then I see, I think my latest video got seven views. I'm like, oh my God, wow. four people I do not know. That, that's pretty awesome. Cause I, I talked about this with Jesse when I had him on the podcast and I don't know how organic growth works with like podcasts. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, and he I think it really was, have any idea. I think it was five days in a row that I didn't get one view and then I got three views. I'm like, oh, wow. 
it got to one view and then got seven views in one day. I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? Yeah, and I think it's a lot of people, most people who I know who have a podcast have some type of influence in another way. They're not. Yeah. But then there are some podcasts. um, There's a podcast called Last Podcast on the Left that I love. Um, They don't advertise their podcast. They, you know, they're very small on it. They just cut a Spotify deal where I think they're a Spotify exclusive now. Oh, wow. And they were top podcasts on Spotify. Oh, so wow. there's clearly some organic growth. And I think a lot of that is, you know, if you make things worth talking about or entertaining things, people are going to talk about it. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's definitely a difficult thing to grow for sure. It's so, I feel like it's hard. And cause I remember I tried once with my little bit of a brand that I started with football mm-hmm. cards posting on YouTube. I think I got 40 views. My first video. I'm like, Oh my goodness. That's still pretty good. That's, yeah. That's really good. <laughs> It was about football cards, so it's a smaller niche, but, like, there's a good amount of people who do it. I think the biggest YouTuber for football cards doesn't even have 70K yet. Oh, wow. It's a very small niche. I mean, again, and that's something you can hop into, too. I mean, that's not... Yeah. I don't have to discourage you. No. Because at the end of the day, smaller niches usually attract... Like, it's easier to get advertisers that way if you ever wanted to monetize it and things like that. Yeah. I feel like everything, like, people try so much in getting into gaming and they get so disappointed. It's like, oh, I can be the next stream where I post 100 videos and get more than 13 million subs from it. Right, yeah. And then they get sort of shocked when they can't get, like, thousands and thousands and thousands of subs a day from making a the same, pretty much the same content every day. Oh, my bad. <laughs> You're fine. Sorry, that, I was trying to get away from all the noise and then that just started up. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, um, I feel like the way, again, I was making, I was in that position where I was making little gaming videos. I wasn't getting any views. And then you find something that people enjoy and that's something that, you know, hits. And unfortunately, if you want to make videos that you really like doing, a lot of times you have to kind of follow those trends at first. And yeah, once you grow a big enough audience, people are more likely to share the video and things like that. But yeah. It's, it's easier to phase into the background, especially with gaming. Gaming is extremely oversaturated. Yeah. I had one big question that I wanted to ask you um, yeah. during the podcast. So what's like almost a mentor, mentor of yours, like someone you'd look up to? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, someone I... Hmm. I don't have any really big in-person mentors. Um, I would say most of my mentors come from like content creators. Graham yeah. Stefan is a pretty big one. Um, I feel like that's almost everybody's like, oh, I loved Graham Stefan because yeah. I feel like he's definitely the pioneer of everything that he's done in this yeah, field. And that he's sort of like a person to see, like, oh wow, like he's actually doing successful in this, and then people want to do what he does. Yeah. Well, I feel like also daydream because I feel like I'm like, oh, I can get a house and then I can make money and then not have to work. And yeah. And I think it also lends a lot to is he is viewed as a credible source of information. Like, I mean, he was, he's a real estate agent. Like (laughs) that's what he does. Um, Another big one. I actually really like Biaheza on YouTube. He does a lot of like, um, he's he's done a lot of stock trading now and he actually just bought his first rental. Oh, Biza? 
Biaheza, B-I-A-H-E-Z-A. I can't pronounce his name. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, he's a younger kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that resonates a lot with people who yeah. are trying to just, I mean, I, I think he might be 18 or he's not even 18 yet. I oh, know he's, I think, 18. Okay. So, and he just, he's gonna, I property. think he started um, stock trading once he turned 18 with that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He started doing because he did a lot of drop shipping. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I tried to watching his videos. I'm like, how do you get so much money from this? And I think he's also, I think that's what draws people a lot to me as well is you, I don't make much money off of what I do. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I would love to, but you know at the moment i mean that's i think everybody's dream to make money out of something they love to do yeah and i mean i'll tell you right now i can give you an exact number wait let's see i i so one really i, I would say scammy thing i don't have proof but tiktok when i my first video was first blowing up um it was episode four and it's about like compound interest penny a day yeah oh yeah i remember that so that video is at like 1.1 million views right now they would not give me the creator fund and i feel like for you because i want you to keep growing because i love your page don't do the um creator fund because the i think one of the bigger youtube um tiktokers i watch from like august no it's like this guy talking about oh how much does this person make and like he gets millions and millions of views per video. Mm-hmm. And then he, he's only made $3,000 from like, I think, more than 38 million views since August. Well, uh, too late. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I did join it. I, I, was, I was in this very similar boat, though. I was very hesitant because I was told, again, this is very much, you have to be very careful about who you listen to on you know like tips and tricks and stuff like that because it doesn't it's not universal for everyone i was told that once you join the creator fund you immediately do not get your videos pushed out to other countries um but i mean i can tell you right now let's let's see my analytics can you hear the buzzing from my um no from the background nope Oh, wow. So right now I have 69% of my um, viewers are from the United States. Um, Oh, so that's pretty good. Right. And so that means because some numbers I was seeing was like 95% where they were only pushing to the U.S. Because, again, that's what, you know, advertisers want. They want to be more direct with their countries. Um, Yeah. But it doesn't make a lot of money. Right now I've been in the creator fund. So back to what I was saying. The video was blowing up and TikTok wasn't letting me join it. Um, I had met all the requirements and they just said, you know, try again later. I verified my age as soon as I hit 10,000 followers. And then I was like, maybe this is a blessing in disguise. I'll just back off. I won't do it. Um, two days later, I think, because that was on the sixth, two days later. Trying to see how many followers I had on the sixth. I have a feeling, to be honest, like by the time it's going to be December, January, you're going to hit like a million followers. I'd love at that. The rate you're going. That'd be great. <laughs> like you, the rate you're going is crazy. I mean, like 20 video. I think you average like 4,000 new followers per video. Probably. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty accurate. Because you have about like seven. How many followers you got now? 69,912. 
Wow, you're getting close. Maybe by the end of the podcast, <laughs> you hit the amount. But so on October 6th, I was at like 44,000. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. And oh, wow. You only need 10,000. That's very fast. Well, you only need 10,000 to do the creator fund. Yeah. And I was like, what the heck is going on? I tried the next day um, and they still wouldn't let me join it. And then I, I finally tried and it was after traffic had died down a little bit on my video that they let me join it. Yeah. My guess is that they didn't want to pay out right away because then I was yeah. seeing videos that saying you have to have an account for 30 days. I haven't had an account for 30 days. <laughs> I started on the 26th. Yeah. Um, I haven't had an account for almost two weeks. So that was a lie. And then I was like, you know what? I'll just try it. You know, why not? And then I was like, you're accepted. I was like, okay, cool. But I mean, right now, at, over the course of six days, it's been $11. Like it's not, oh. it's not a whole lot of money. Yeah. I mean, you can, well, you should, um, this, I mean, like, I can't really say this because I don't even have like 20, pretty much, I don't even think I have 20. Oh no. I have 50 followers because I had a comment go viral. <laughs> and I have another TikToker who I like, who has around 800, uh, 80,000 followers following me. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. So what you should try to do is that say, um, you should do almost a series. It's like for every dollar, uh, for the money I make from the creative fund, I invest in the stock market. And say you use a, an app like, say, Acorns or whatever, the um, investing app like Weibo. Huh. It's like, so I'm going to invest, like, say, as much money as I make from TikTok into um, stocks. And this is how much money I make. And you can make it like a series where you update people. That's very interesting. That So I, I thought about something similar. Um, I should put that should have put that in the um, discord <laughs> yeah but I, I um I had an idea to do like this was before I realized how little it was going to be so initially again don't believe everything you hear I believed because my channel revolves around finance much like YouTube you have a higher CPM that's not true at all yeah. for me I have I still make like two to three cents per thousand views um Whereas like some people were quoting like 10, 13 sets, which would be amazing if it was true. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I had an idea to do like, you know, every, all the money that I make from this video, I'll donate to like a small business or something like that. Like someone who yeah. watches whatever um, just to give back. But then I also feel like a jerk because people don't know how much you make. And I'll be like, here's $5. And they're like, oh, cool, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> like, <laughs> but no, I like, I like the stock idea. That's a, that's a pretty good idea. I mean, I, I like investing in or having my dad invest for me in stocks. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely something that's very cool, like owning a small biz of a business. Right. Yeah. And one thing I've always wanted to maybe do, but then I'm going to have to probably wait until like I'm older that I want to invest in penny stocks. And like, say if like you go for a real penny stock, that's less than a dollar. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I'm going to buy this stock, like say for point two pennies and then I, you buy ten dollars worth of that stock and it goes to a dollar then you're gonna hit the jackpot right i don't know an exact amount because i'm not good at math but <laughs> probably a good handful of cash yeah especially if you because again like with the creator phone with such a small amount and any small amount um how old are you you're 16 yeah so a really good i mean once you turn 18 with that fidelity card if you, I mean, you could use that to yeah. buy penny stocks. Like, oh yeah, you get from 100%. Every month. I think it was one of your um, videos that you posted not too long ago. There was a like where you have to put money down, like the money down card yeah, where you put like say two hundred. Yeah, 
and like that just opened my eyes to that type of cut and i looked it up it's like 200 dollars down and then you pretty much have that down for like for and then you spend 200 dollars a month and they give it back to you you don't even have to spend or something you, like you can that. spend up to 200 dollars a month but that, that was just your credit limit you don't have to spend that much <laughs> oh i mean it's going to be hard to get up a credit score and i feel like so many of people my age don't worry about the future and i feel like almost a geek like worrying about the future so much right like that's all i care i've cared about for the past year like not really caring about like oh i want to go to a party or i want to go to a football game it's like no i want to try to make money say off of reselling football cards or like or doing stuff like that or investing in stocks and finding stocks i want to invest in i just feel it's like almost a gay v type mindset yeah and I, I get a lot more joy out of checking my uh, brokerage account every day than I do like hanging out with friends, which is kind of sad. <laughs> I do. Um, even like the times when it's down, I'm like, oh, that's interesting how much it went down. Like I, I find statistics extremely interesting. Yeah. I feel like the only thing that sucks about stocks, it's like, oh, it's a holiday. Or, oh, yes, it's that's weekend. all you do. It's not going to make money. Because yeah. I, um, do you know the, um, this is the one thing I also wanted to say. Do you know the app Investor? It's like I-N-V-S-T-R. No, never heard of it. It's a fantasy investing thing. So you start oh, off with gotcha. a million bucks. Yeah. yeah, and you can make private leagues and stuff like that. You should make a league for um yeah for viewers. For your TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I do it myself, and I've gone up by 50% in two years. So I'm sort of proud of myself. I, I, I did something similar when I was like in high school before I started investing. Like I had downloaded some app that was like, you know, fake stocks and stuff like that. And it was, it was, it was yeah. very fun. I feel like I checked that too much. I feel like I check it almost like twice an hour. <laughs> and I feel like it's like, it's not even real money. Yeah. And it's like, it sucks because I, I bought FedEx when they were really low and I got, I think a plus 71%. And I'm like, if that was a real stock, I would have probably almost doubled, got close to doubling my money. Yeah. Like I've made so many well decent decisions on there. It's like why is this not a real like brokerage account? Because if I had put in a hundred dollars, I would have gotten one hundred fifty. It's like ah. Yeah, I'll tell you about a real sad story about a real brokerage account was Tesla. I um I invested some money into Tesla when it was like seven hundred thirty bucks. <gasps> well, no, I didn't. Didn't it go down a no, lot? Skyrocketed. I um. Oh yeah. There was like a time because I invested in Tesla to like in the investing thing and it went down by 16% for me and I sold it <laughs> and they went up a lot. Well, I had bought it for like 700 bucks and 700 bucks a share and it was up to like 730 and I was like, cool. I was like, this was decent enough return for me. I'll sell it. Then within a week, it was at like $1,300. I was like, oh, oh no. then they split their stocks and I was like, man, I should have just left the money in. But I mean, how many um, stocks did he have? Uh, it was probably like 10 shares. Ooh. So I missed out on a lot of money. <laughs> I feel like it's always a scary thing about selling stocks. And that's what I also have with that investing thing. It's like, if I sell it, I can either make a genius decision and it goes down by 20% or it goes up by like 20% and I feel like it's Yeah, fun. exactly. And that's the thing that sucks about it. That's always the thing about investing. I mean, once um, stock I invested in early enough to be ready for october 22nd is um virgin galactic oh, okay yeah 
they ha- they're having a test um a test on the twenty second where they're shooting up mm-hmm. a rocket. So I invested. I think it's twenty dollars a stock. I got the stock, and I'm like, if it goes up, if it does well, it's going up by ten percent probably. Yeah, and which is yeah. exciting. I mean, Apple went down because of um the new stuff. I'm pretty sure. And that's that's usually how the new release people buy the stock before a new product is launched, and then it usually deflates. <laughs> yeah, no, but the Apple like people are so disappointed with Apple because the Apple um iPhone 12 looks not the best. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Apple is definitely superior to Android, and I feel like I'm gonna stay like that because I use Apple. I think I think there are pros and cons to each. Like, yeah, Android is very hard to develop for, um, where Apple isn't. Yeah. Um, I like Apple's ecosystem a lot, but I like Android's customization a lot, and I like the options. I'm always yeah. an options guy. I'm not. Yeah, I feel like also like you said, uh, like I think that much earlier, like app um. Android doesn't have a good camera compared to Apple. They have they have really good cameras, but because it's so hard to um, design an app for them, they have to compress it. Like Snapchat looks terrible, but yeah. if you use the native camera, it looks oh, great. Yeah. But the minute you you yeah. know, use any other app, it's it's awful. Yeah, like I feel like most apps are designed for Apple. Exactly. Yep. Uh, it's even in the name Apple mm-hmm. app. I feel like. Oh, my bad. Like, everything seems to be around, like, the big monopolies. Because I feel like almost something that's not talked about as much as I thought people should be talking about is that there's so many monopolies that people never really even think about. Yeah, like Disney. <laughs> or, like, um, yeah, my, my mom used to work at Disney. I, I love Disney. Do you know Luxutica? The, uh, is that the sunglass brand? Yeah. Yeah. They own everything in sunglasses. I mean, I have sunglasses right here from when I used to do a secret TikTok account that got two followers <laughs> in like two weeks. And like, I'm guessing they were owned by Luxutica. Yeah, probably. I feel like everything is. Yeah, they definitely. It's it's sad. Because then there's no. They can control whatever yeah. they want. And that's not. I mean, they can pretty much say, like, oh, glasses, new pro. Um, we're using a new type of. Thing like material, so we're gonna price it up mm-hmm. by $20 or 20%. It's like, oh, and there goes a lot of pro- um, like good glasses, yeah. Because I think they own the rights to Gucci glasses, Coach right Louis there. Vuitton, yeah. It's crazy. So, thanks so much for coming yeah, on the absolutely. podcast. It was super fun to thanks do it with you, me. man. I'm glad you reached out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably gonna by the next time I even like talk to you and message you again, you're gonna probably be at like a hundred thousand followers. <laughs> so here, oh god, that, that's what here, I'm betting. Here's, here's my request from you. It's a little bit of a selfish request. When you upload the podcast, you probably were gonna. Oh, I'll, I'll plug no, you. I'll you plug you. Put my name in the title because Kevin Jeff, or maybe just say Payday Pursuit because I. Oh yeah, that, that's if, what I was planning. I was gonna say. If I was there's more links outside of TikTok, I have a higher chance of getting verified. <laughs> oh, true, true, true. So. That is very true. And I, because I, I opened um an autograph mm-hmm. jersey, and that was my last video. I said, "Oh, hit parade," like because that was the first time I'm gonna use it, and I got seven views. I'm like, <laughs> uh-huh. 
So I, I was going to plan to do that because it's like, oh, someone may look you up. It's like, oh, I'm going to try to find the podcast. It's like, oh, it's a payday pursuit to this. And then they will watch it, like maybe steal a little bit of views. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's good search engine optimization. <laughs> yeah. So thank you yeah, so absolutely. much for coming. If you, um, this is probably going to be up in like okay. eight minutes. <laughs> yeah, eight minutes, give or take. I'll send it to absolutely, you once it's man. done. I'll put, I'll put so it in the So thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I'm the um uh Jewel Ian one. J U U L I A N. That used to be my nickname. Cause in Europe, like when I lived there, it was Jewel's uh, or Jewel. Cause like if there's um, do you know the song by the Beatles yep. like Hey Jude? It's like Julian, it's Jude, Jewel, and oh, Jewels. Gotcha. So it's like sort of awkward when people are like oh my god why do you have julian it's like it was my account for like the longest time it's like an old account <laughs> thank you because <laughs> that's also some how some people will spell julian and right. like in germany it's like oh because now it's like oh you vape it's like no i don't vape because my lungs don't have the capacity <laughs> for that and i i already sometimes struggle running i'm not going to be struggling walking so thank you so much for coming on. Uh, hopefully I could talk to you soon. Probably going to um, hit 100,000 by November, <laughs> a million by December. We'll, we'll see. Um, past Charlie D'Amelio <laughs> in like 2021. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, see, see you, man.